Lions get absolutely embarrassed. Today in Baltimore, we break it all down. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And a pleasant good Sunday afternoon, everybody. Matt Derry with you following another Lions game here on the post-game pod at Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It's a Sunday, October 22nd, and a Monday, October 23rd. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for subscribing and watching on YouTube. Today was not good. Baltimore beats up the Lions. Dan Campbell, after the game, said, quote, unquote, they kicked our ass. And he's right. 38-6 to final today as the Ravens improved to 5-2. and two. And the Lions drop to 5-2. and two. It's our post-game pod. Matt Derry with you. Thanks for making us your first listen. Shout out to our everydayers who are out there watching and listening each and every day. Guys like Thomas Stubley. Thank you, Thomas. Michael Stanley. James Shoeway Hat. And also Ross Nichols. Thanks, uh, guys and, and girls and everybody out there that's checking us out wherever you get your podcast and making us uh, your first listen every single day. What do you want me to say today? I made you a promise on Friday that I wasn't going to come on this show and rant and rave and go crazy if they lost. The Lions have had a really good season. They have a really good team. Today was a clunker. Plain and simple, clunker. They had one last year wearing those same blue pants in Carolina against the Panthers. Today against Baltimore, they got rolled. All right, Ravens got the ball, scored. Lions, three and out. Ravens got the ball again, scored. Lions, three and out. Ravens got the ball again, scored. Lions, three and out. Lions had no answers today. Offense had no rhythm. Defense wasn't ready to play. The game plan on defense especially was absolutely atrocious. Atrocious. But they're 5-2. and two. They're going to win this division. And the schedule only gets easier. The JV Raiders. It's not the LV Raiders. It's the JV Raiders who just got completely annihilated in Chicago by Tyson Badgent and the Bears are coming to town for Monday Night Football next week. You don't think this fan base isn't going to rally and, and get pumped up to see the silver and black on Monday Night Football. Lions hosting Monday Night Football for the first time since who knows when. All right, the Lions are going to be fine. They had a bad day today. All right, they had a really bad day. Everybody had a bad day. Uh, we'll get into the offense, defense. Uh, I'm going to hand out one game ball at the end of the show today. But it wasn't a good performance. And... You have to tip your cap to John Harbaugh. Boy, the Harbaugh, Harbaugh brothers had a good weekend, huh? Um, I'm not sure John Harbaugh had any spies scouting Lions games, but seriously, the Ravens did everything right, and the Lions couldn't do anything right. Everything was wrong. Um, let's start with giving the Ravens some props, like I said. All right, Lamar Jackson had a monster day today. He's a special talent. And he's starting to play like it in the pocket. 21 out of 27, 357 yards passing, a passer rating today, three touchdowns, and a passer rating today of 155.8. Lamar Jackson had time to throw. He had all day. He was not sacked once. Broken plays. He was hitting fullbacks out of the backfield for like, uh, uh, where was it? Patrick Ricard, 31 yards. All right. Lions couldn't cover the tight end today, but. Todd Monken's scheme, their new offensive coordinator, was perfect today. 
He had the Lions on roller skates all day. And for uh, Aaron Glenn and what the, the Lions drew up, it was bad. And Dan Campbell said after the game today, we were not prepared to play. I think the Lions had some jet lag from Tampa. I think the Lions were hungover. You fly back from South Florida or North Florida or whatever, and you're five and one, feeling good. Then you get some injuries, no practice on Wednesday because of all the injuries just to walk through. And they played soft and they looked soft today. Now, again, splitting this road trip in Tampa and Baltimore going one and one, being at five and two heading into the Monday night game is good. The Lions are in good shape. They're still the class of this division. Uh, Green Bay, Minnesota, and Chicago won't touch them. And the Lions are going to be okay. But I wouldn't be doing my job hosting the show if we didn't point out a few things that took place today that were problematic, to say the least. All right, that defensive game plan was a joke. It was terrible. At, at some points in the game, they were rushing three. They were playing three linebackers on the field most of the game. And I get it, you want to have a spy for Lamar, but what about all this soft zone coverage? He would fade back to throw, have all day, and then you'd see a receiver open for a seven-yard gain, and then the Lions would tackle him for a 12-yard gain. Greg Olson even said it on the Fox broadcast, why are the Lions playing so soft? Move your corners up. Make those mediocre receivers for the Ravens. Make some plays. It's not like they were going up against Jerry Rice today. What was that? It's not like Justin Jefferson was on the other side. Zay Flowers is a good-looking rookie. Odell Beckham is washed. Rashad Bateman, Nelson Aguilar, come on. They weren't facing Rice and Taylor. Well, it'd be Jerry Rice and John Taylor. This wasn't Wes Chandler, Charlie Joyner, and John Jefferson out there. And Kellen Winslow, early 80s Chargers reference, Air Coriel. This wasn't even Herman Moore, Johnny Morton, and Brett Perriman. Why are you playing so soft? And up front, forget it. The Lions' defensive tackles outside of one nice TFL tackle for loss by Isaiah Bugs, they got embarrassed. Where was Aleem McNeil today? Aiden Hutchinson, did he play? Now, I know he was held early in the game a couple times that they didn't call. But, man. It was not a good day today. Lee McNeil today had two tackles. John Kamin, uh, Julian O'Quara, no tackles. Romeo O'Quara, no tackles. Charles Harris benched today. How about that? They wanted to play both O'Quara brothers today, but nobody across that along that defensive line could do anything. They got pushed around by the Ravens. Baltimore was able to run the football with ease and throw the football with ease. Lions streak of giving up less than 100 yards rushing to an opponent, which was incredible the first six games, is over. They gave up 146 rushing yards today, 64 to Gus Edwards, 46 to Justice Hill, 36 to Lamar Jackson. Hill averaged 11.5 a carry, Edwards 4.5 four, four a carry, and Lamar 4 a carry. Meantime, on the Lions side, they only ran for 84 yards. But again, when you're down 21-0, 14-0 after one, 28-0 after two, you got to start throwing the football. So the Lions defense had no answer for anything. They couldn't cover tight ends, and a lot of it was coaching. Whatever Todd Munkin was drawing up for the Ravens, what were the adjustments the Lions were making? Nothing. 
And poor Jack Campbell. Where, where? Why is he playing like rush end sometimes? They have him completely out of position. He was terrible today. That poor guy had no idea where he was on the field. And it showed. Just an ugly performance today. But again, they played a good team. They lost. All right. The Lions schedule, folks, has been pretty soft. Let's be honest. All right. Other than Mahomes and Geno Smith, the last handful of weeks, they played some pretty bad quarterbacks. Today, they played a superstar quarterback. And he worked them over. Next week, you're going to have either Brian Hoyer, Jimmy Garoppolo, or Aiden O'Connell. Come on. Lions are going to be in good shape. They are. Today was bad, though. Like I said, every team has one really awful performance. This was the worst performance and the biggest margin of victory for the Lions, uh, defeat for the Lions, I should say, since uh, 2021 against the Eagles on that Halloween when they lost 44-6 to at Ford Field. But that was a bad Lions team. This is a good Lions team. Pump the brakes on giving up on them. It's one game. It counts as one loss. Five and two after seven games is still pretty good. All right. I have faith. I think they're going to be fine. Today was bad, though. All right. We can't just gloss over it and not talk about it. We have to talk about it. It was bad. All right. Uh, coming up next, some more coaching decisions that I have I'm scratching my head over. Lockdown Lions today brought to you by Fan uh, FanDuel. Step into action this NFL season with FanDuel. America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you're thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on all the action. The app is easy to use, all right? So get in on the games tonight if you want, the Sunday night game, the Monday night game tomorrow with the Vikings uh, and the Eagles, spread or in the 49ers, I should say. Spreads, player props, over-unders, they got it all. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Postgame pod here. Matt Derry with you. Thanks for making us your first listen. Checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Please subscribe on YouTube. We appreciate you doing that. On my Twitter at Derry Speaks, at Lockdown Lions on Twitter. Um, and, of course, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page. On my Twitter today, I posted a picture of Bernie Kosar, the Lord. My idol growing up, sport of my sports idols growing up in Cleveland. The Lord was in Kansas City today, hobnobbing with Taylor Swift. I took some pictures with her, so I, I put that up on my Twitter today. Um, anyway, I don't know why I mentioned that. Ravens win 38-6 to over the Lions today. Before I get into the offense and everything else that went on today, and really the, the rhythm they couldn't get into, I have to take Dan Campbell to task on something. Why on earth, in a 38-6 to game with five minutes left, with two minutes left, is Jared Goff and even Amon Ross St. Brown to an extent in the game. Why? This team, this organization has been snake bit for years, right? Snake bit. Whether it's injuries, whether it's whatever, right? There's been a whole lot of luck surrounding Pontiac or now the Allen Park facility. You have a MVP candidate, didn't play like it today, and Jared Goff who you're going to need that golden right arm in order to make a run this year. You're down 32 points with five minutes to go in the game, and he's still in the game? And that rush is bearing down on him? Amon Ross St. Brown is a special wide receiver. 
Let Antoine Green play the rest of the, of the way. I don't need Amon Ra getting hurt today. That would have been a disaster. Jared Goff was sacked five times today. Five. Why on earth do these coaches leave their best players in these blowout games? I wouldn't have had, you know, uh, John Harbaugh took Lamar Jackson out of the game. Jared Goff played the whole way. Don't you want to see Teddy Bridgewater see what he can do? Give him some reps. The game's over. Imagine if something would have happened to Jared Goff or St. Brown at the end of this game. It would have been absolute coaching malfeasance. They got lucky. Now, very sad to see Mo Ibrahim today, the running back. He's undergoing season-ending hip surgery right now. The poor kid is in his first NFL game, gets to touch the ball on a short kickoff, gets tackled, and like busts his hip and has to have surgery. Oh, you got to feel for Muhammad Ibrahim, who worked his way back to the roster after being a re released uh, or waived injured earlier in the year. Sucks. Absolutely sucks for him. Hopefully, Khalif Raymond is okay. I know he was hurt today, too. But uh, I just, I understand when the coaches kind of let the veteran players police themselves, and I get it. Goff doesn't want to come out of the game. He's got pride. He wants to have some momentum for next week by scoring a late touchdown, all right? Or even Amon Ross St. Brown piled up huge fantasy numbers today in a loss, 13 catches, 102 yards. But my goodness, thank goodness nobody got hurt because that is weak coaching. Get him out of the game, your quarterback. Get your best receiver out of the game. What is the point of having a guy out there down 32 points with under two minutes to go? You're not going to score 32 points in two minutes and tie the game. Get him out of the game. I just thought that was really bad coaching. Dan Campbell has done a crazy good job. All right. The guy is immensely talented as a coach, as a motivator, and as a leader. He's done a whale of a job, but got to call it out. Get your guys off the field. Why? Put your backups in. It's over. Football's a violent game. No, I don't want to see any more injuries. Please. That made no sense to me. As far as the offense is concerned, um, I couldn't get anything going all day. Three, three and outs to start the game, and the Ravens put up 21 points. And Campbell said afterwards they just never could get into rhythm. Uh, that, that's an understatement. I know it was windy. I know you don't have David Montgomery, and you're relying on Jameer Gibbs. But play calling in the second half was much better by Ben Johnson because there was quick stuff. There was misdirection. It almost seemed like the Lions were just so worried about the Ravens' pass rush that they went kind of vanilla with stuff. And then the second half, they came out. I know it was 28 nothing, but they came out with some different looks. Malcolm Rodriguez in at fullback. Some misdirection. Some play action. Where was that in the first half? Goff didn't have a good game. Don't get me wrong. He seemed off. Seemed like the wind was bothering him. Offensive. Panay Sewell, that's the worst game I've ever seen him play. Panay Sewell was getting abused today. Two holding, pen uh, two holding penalties. And the uh, Odafi Owe was killing them today. Not a good day for, for Panay Sewell. But the offense today has got to do better than six points. And don't get me started on Jamison Williams. <laughs> he has no idea where the ball is. 
He has no awareness of where the ball is. He's turning one way, turning the other way. Ball's hitting him, him in the face. He got, I mean, that was pass interference when he got chopped on the arm at the end of the game, but still, ball hit him in the face. Then the next play just drops one because he can't find, can't locate the ball. That's a problem. That's a big problem. Shout out to Jameer Gibbs. He had a good day today. 11 carries, 68 yards and a touchdown. Also caught nine balls for 58 yards. He was one of the lone bright spots today for the Lions. But the O-line got worked over. They couldn't run the football. Why Craig Reynolds only have three carries? Utilize him earlier in the game. I, I didn't get that either. But I guess when your defense can't get you any stops ever and, you know, Baltimore was doing whatever they wanted offensively, not easy for the offense to get into a rhythm. The defense has been really good this year. Today was the exception. And give some of those guys on the other side their due. Roquan Smith making plays in the passing game. Uh, Mallette, the cornerback, had a really good day today. Um, you know, Kyle Van Noy had two sacks. Oh my God, KVN, unbelievable. So you flush this one and you move on to uh, the Raiders. It's the only thing you could really do. 38 to 6, Ravens over the Lions today, right here on the post game pod, right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Coming up next, let me do this. I'm going to hand out my one game ball for the day. One, and that's it, right here on Lockdown Lions. All right, so 38 to 6, Ravens today over the Lions. Baltimore improves to 5 and 2. Lions are 5 and 2. Lions road winning streak. Remember, they had won eight of their last nine on the road. The road winning streak to start the year at three. Done. As they fall today, the Ravens 38 to 6. Lamar Jackson, three touchdown passes, two of them to Mark Andrews, uh, one of them to Nelson Aguilar. Ravens outgained the Lions today, 146 to 84 on the ground. And total today, total yards, it was all Baltimore today, uh, 503 to 337. Just brutal. Over 500 yards of offense today for Baltimore. And the Lions just really could never get it going. And then late in the game, you know, put up some meaningless stats. But this game was 28 nothing at the half. It was over. All right. Lamar Jackson is a special talent. The guy can run. The guy can throw. And he, along with offensive coordinator Todd Munkin, they just, they dialed, they dialed it up today. They had it going, you know, players open, Mark Andrews, uh, the Lions secondary day was confused. Tracy Walker, brutal day. Kirby Joseph has regressed. Let's be honest, since last year, we, they got to get him going. Did not have a good day today. Led the team in tackles with 10, but it was it was it was a bad performance all around by everybody. Brian Branch, I mean, I'm so glad he was back today, but you never heard his name. Because the Ravens were just it's like 10, 15 yards or yards of play, it seemed like. The one game ball I am giving out is to Jameer Gibbs. Today we saw Jameer Gibbs, I'm not gonna say coming out party, but it was a good day for Jameer Gibbs today. He scored his first NFL touchdown. It was late in the game. I get it. The game was out of reach. 21-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter. It made it 35-6. to six. But we saw some things from Jameer Gibbs today that I think for the future, and if David Montgomery's going to be out any longer, um, were positive. He averaged six yards a carry. Gibbs did 11 carries, 68 yards. He had the 21-yard touchdown. 
He was making people miss. He was showing that he could run inside a little bit. He was carrying some tacklers. And in the passing game, nine catches, 58 yards, including a 21-yard screen pass. Jameer Gibbs today came to life. And Dan Campbell said if there was one positive today, it was Gibbs and the fact that he showed something. He's missed the last two weeks due to a hamstring injury, came back today. And this is the guy they drafted at number 12 to, to have this type of day where he was over 100 yards uh, in total yards, actually, what, uh, 76. He was close to 130 total yards today. 126 total yards from scrimmage for Jameer Gibbs. That was a plus. They're going to need that. I liked seeing it today. But the rest of the team, no. It was a clunker. Bad performance. Up next is the JV Raiders on Monday night. Lions fans, get out to Ford Field. I'm going. I'm excited to be there. I cannot wait. Um, my boy Turner Batdorf invited me, one of our listeners, and I'll be there with, with Turner and I guess his dad and uh, might even take the bride to the game. So excited about that. But be loud. Schedule's getting softer. All right. This was a tough test on the road against a team that I think is probably the best team in the AFC North. They're five and two. Baltimore's good. And they punched the Lions in the mouth today. Usually it's the Lions that do the punching. Usually it's the Lions this year that have been more physical up front. Lions got pushed around today. What about on that first touchdown when Lamar Jackson ran it in? And was it Ronnie Stanley just body bagged Kirby Joseph and carried him 10 yards deep into the back of the end zone? And that was the kind of day it was today. The Ravens pushed the Lions around, but it's okay. I think the Lions are going to bounce back. Uh, tomorrow, we'll get you the PFF grades and see what they thought of today's performance. Uh, much more to come all week right here on Locked on Lions. Lions fall today 38-6 to to the Ravens. Uh, if any of you watched the Colts-Browns ending, by the way, today, the officiating was one of the worst officiated games I've ever seen. I got to throw that out there, too. Um, but we're all right. Lions going to be okay. Lions going to be all right. We are back again tomorrow with a fresh episode of Lockdown Lions. Thanks for checking us out wherever you get your podcasts. Watch us on YouTube. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.